watch this right here. Who's this kid, please? That sounds like the original, that sounds like the original, what you call it, music. That's Tupac, boy. That's Tupac, boy. Uh, hey, you guys got to talk over your intro music? You're not on Facebook yet. Right, I keep resetting. That was not doing uh, it for me, man. That that's doing it for that's Tupac. That, that, that's Tupac. Okay, I don't care if it's one pack. That did not do it for Let's me. See, you're doing just Tupac today? This, <laughs> this okay. is Herbie Talk Radio 103.5. <laughs> this is for the fighting words, bro. 103.5 FM. W H W N H H Shafiq, man. Look, man, you got me starting the wrong. Disrespect to Tupac, bro. When I see let you, me, let me take it from the top. Yes, this is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM W N H H L P, where you will hear conversation, information, education, inspiration, motivation, and even some Tupac instrumental from the American mm. urban perspective. I am your host, Kinsley Osei, and my co-host, Shafiq, the biggest Tupac fan there is. Respecting Tupac, man. And you need to say big up to Tupac's too, bro, because that was some disrespectful stuff you started to show it, bro. Today on Urban Talk Radio, you can join the conversation on Facebook at Bull Minds and Twitter at Bull Minds. Also, my Facebook page, Kinsley O-S-E-I. My Twitter at C-A-V-B-P-T. You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. And today's topic, we will actually, you know, just be talking about our election coverage, the non, um, the the non uh, red wave, um, the non red wave. Uh, historically, yeah, historically, frame it already. You don't frame it up. His, be well, bipartisan, water man. Historically, every president really loses the House, Senate, and they really loses it that bad in the midterm election. And uh, they really, really, really should have got beat up. Democrats should really have got beat up that bad with inflation being high and um, Republicans being um, good on their message about violence, even though they're not doing nothing about violence rather than contributing to it. They're not doing nothing about gun violence. Uh, they refuse to, but they were on message beating up on um, Democrats who actually is the one trying to do something about gun violence putting up bills that are not succeeding and uh, they just don't know how to defend themselves. Democrats very bad on messaging. Um, they did very well last night. Um, all the MAGA, um, almost all the MAGA um, picks in the um, Senate were all, not, were, they were all rejected. Um, Americans are finally opening their eyes. They are finally wising up uh, for what I, you know, for what I seen last night. I heard Shafiq saying off the radio that um, um, Herschel Walker won last night. No, Herschel Walker is behind uh, one point and um, is going to go for um, a runoff in another month. So, mm. no, mm. Um, what you call it is leading Warnock. Oh my god, Warnock is actually um, the winner by default, but actually, he's not a winner because he did not hit a 50 point mark. So, um, there was a spoiler in there who took their two points. So, um you know, they're going to run it off in December. And Shafiq, I told you, if you could you could go back and play last week's show when you said Republicans were going to beat them House and Senate, I told you that is not going to happen. You could go back and listen to it. I told you they were going to take yeah, their house. And, and here's the they thing, going man. to take their house. They're I got to motivate people, man. And let me tell you something. It was because I motivated people on the radio with that statement 
that forced them to go out and trigger them to vote. That's my job. I'm a river. I'm a vote you are, river. You are all for two. You I'm call a vote for, river. You, call, vote you are all for two. You call it for Trump. I call it for Biden in the, in the uh, general election. You lost that one. And you lost this one, too, by the way. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I know. You want to you wanna, you wanna go, you wanna go put me on record now? You, you, you want to put... That's, that's, that's Motown, that's Motown, you want to put me on record? <laughs> Listen, hey, I'm, I'm here's sure. what I did say, though. Here's what I did say. I did say that there was no way that the Georginian power structure would allow for the first black uh, governor, in, which was Democrat, and, and female, right? So Stacey Abrams was female, she's female, she's black, and she's a Democrat. She would have been the first black female governor, I believe, of the United States, or if, if I have it correct. And, and they would never allow that to happen and have Warnock run the risk of getting at the same time. I used to live in Georgia when I was in, I went to college in Georgia. It's a different, it's a different environment down there, bro. They're not going to, so. She didn't get in, and you can look at the numbers and see where it looks like the power structure they covered down on Kemp. On um, on on Kemp, they covered down, and it was like, "Yo, we got to at least vote this dude. That'll make sure that we maintain the power control of, of Georgia. Now, even if we lose Warnock to the Senate, they'll still control their day to day life in Georgia. That and that. So I did." That, that's one of my speculations that I had looked at. Now, it is going to go to a runoff. This runoff, if this thing is going to be official, it's going to be crazy, dude. How you crazy? Know, you, it's going to be crazy. You know it's going to be crazy. Because, How crazy? Because Stacey Abrams did, like, miraculously get out, just get out the vote piece, right? The, the Democrats is going to have to come back in and infuse massive amount of money the Republicans, because they were kind of like on the fence with Herschel because of all of the abortion stuff, it kind of took them a minute to kind of get on board. And then they was on board because, you know, that, that's Trump's boy. And then finally they started showing up and then Herschel started. He did pretty good. You know, he was like, oh, he did pretty good on the on the um, debate. Yo, this dude about to win. Herschel Walker did not do good on the debate. Come on. Listen, I'm telling you, what, on, the, I'm telling happy, you what, the, what the people oh, said, bro. I'm telling you what, the, what people say. I am very disappointed in you for, for you to oh even say gosh, that. Sipik, like, seriously? Oh gosh, Sipik, seriously? Oh, my gosh. You never, Sipik, you know what you never watch Herschel Walker play a, football. Sipik, that's you never watch Herschel Walker play football. That is an insult to your own intelligence, bro. Mm -hmm. Listen, oh, the dude, that dude did pull out, he pulled out a fake uh, uh, cereal, cereal badge, cereal police listen, badge. Go back, go, go back to the to the news reports. Go back to, to, the, to, to the, the, the news analyst of this dude. Go back and look at the news analyst of this dude after after he did the thing. They said the guy did not do pretty good. To do pretty bad. That's what I'm telling you. That's what the news network said. Okay, they said the dude, the dude did not do pretty bad. Well, yeah, because when you set the bar up so low, you know what? I put it. I put up on Facebook yesterday, and I said, "Who is the uh, most dumbest?" Uh, GOP candidate ever. Oh, that's wrong, that. man. That's wrong. That's hold wrong. up, hold up. And I'm I, I'm gonna tell you who those two people are. I said, was it is it Herschel Walker or is Sarah Palin who could see Russia from her window? Which one of them? Who, who is it? 
I ain't doing that to people right now. And it's very unfortunate that you sit out here and you try to you try to say that this dude did good on his debate with lack of knowledge to anything, and that is uh, here's the deal, man. Listen, I'm I'm gonna give it to you, but hold up, hold up, hold up, hold your thoughts. Elected officials come from the human race, man. The human race is not perfect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want a perfect? What do you want? You want a perfect human I, I know, I to run for office? I don't. I don't want. I don't want anybody who is not fit for the position just because he's a celebrity either. So what's the? So here's a question. What are the? So here's a question. Is there an application? Hold on, King. Check it out. Okay. Is there an application you got to fill out to run for Senate? Now, check it out. Why do I say that, Kingsley? If you was going to go work at McDonald's, you got to fill out an application. If you got to work at Burger King, you got to fill out an application. These people didn't fill out an application. So yeah, my they, point is, is there even an application? The party just said, take that, take that, take so my, that. My question is, is there even an application that a person fills out in order to run for Senate or Congress? Yeah, because you got to go through, you know, the... the no, the, there's no application. I know that. No, I mean, there's there not. Is in, there is in a way. There is in a way. You tell No, them, there's not in a way. There's no application. There, no one, no one asks you, listen, there's no application to ask you, what was your previous job? Give me three references so I can contact your employer. Um, What high school you graduate from? Uh, Have you ever had college experience? There's no application, dude. So what's your point? So what's your point? So if there's no application for a job that you're going to, where you're going to get elected for, okay, and you're actually going to get paid for it as well. You're going to have a lot of power. And there's no application. We can't blame anybody that gets up and run and says something that's either crazy or off, you know, off color or doesn't yeah, make sense. Because there's no application process, we bro. We blame them for running. We blame the people that vote for them for, for, for not asking information as to why uh, are listen, we voting for listen. you. By one, listen, Warnock, Warnock and Herschel Walker, one point separating them right now, bro. Exactly. And one okay, point. So I'm gonna give you my take. So I'm gonna give you my take. You give us your take about what you think is gonna go in the runoff. I'm gonna okay. give you my take about run. I haven't been wrong yet. I'm gonna go give ahead. you my take. Herschel Walker is gonna get beat up in the runoff, and I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> He's gonna get beat up, and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Listen to me. Why you gotta bring violence in it, man? Just don't make the don't make the political process violent. Listen to me. He's gonna get beat up. <laughs> take out the violent words, man. I hope, you, it, do, I hope you do get beat up because you know those. I can't take out the violent words, those man. Those people. Those maga easy. people are very violent. You gotta respond. Easy, to man. He's got two black men running, man. Don't make it about black on black crime. Nah, this ain't no two black Come people. On. One is a real pastor. The other one is a tax free. Oh my gosh, man! Wow. Hey, you got to put some respect on that Warnock name, man. I got respect on his name. Right, you don't put respect on Herschel's name. You ain't I ain't putting no freaking respect on the dad beat dad, man. Stop oh, it. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I took it there. Yeah, I took it there. Oh, I took it there. Man. Because oh, you're talking man. about anybody can run. not on the application, run. dog. You're talking about anybody can run without an application. I'm all for it. But it doesn't yeah. mean that we got to be stupid enough to vote for anybody that says vote for me. Just because of what? Just mm. because you're dead, be dead, I should still vote yeah. for you. All right, let me make my point. Go ahead, make, make your my point. point. Man. My point about that is well, the reason why I say you're going to get beat up is Hesha Walker was running off camp cocktail. Of which cocktail? Camp. Cocktail? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's you know his coattail. You oh, you said his coattail. I thought you said right, he was running off. He was no, not cocktail. Off his coattail was a slip of tongue. Oh, so basically, okay. people, you know, people checking in on party line. He was able to. That's how he was able to get in. But let's see this runoff when the women's gonna come out swinging like they did already. The minorities are going to come swinging. The black people are going to come swinging like they did. What minorities you talking about? Because you said minorities, then you I'm said black, black people. Black people, black black people, people are minorities. Black people came, yeah, black people came out, you know, came out swinging for that. And what's going to happen is you you have these Republicans who didn't really believe in this guy anyway, but they went on with their whole just checking out, the checking out, checking out. And I bet you they're not coming back for this dude, bro. Independence came out swinging too. You don't think they'll come back for him? They're not coming back, bro. Come they on, need man. every seat they can get, they're not bro. coming back, and the Democrats is going to double down. Watch what I tell nah, you. Not gonna, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you why they're not going to leave Herschel. That's that's Trump's that's Trump's protege, bro. I don't bro. mean nothing. I don't they're mean not going to leave Herschel. All that's Trump Trump's people, protege. All, all Trump people, except for um, uh, um, J.D. Vance, they all lost. All of them. They did get beat. They did get beat. All of them. And what's going on in New York? Why, did, why are all those New York House races... Um, GOP picked up on all those New York House races. What's going on over there? I think the crime is a big issue. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. So crime is an issue, but the questions the voters never ask is, okay, you you know, you, you know, you are saying that we should vote for you just because this man is not, he's responsible for crimes or whatever. What are you going to do to tackle it? Nobody have asked that question yet. Yeah. And I have watched Republicans beat up on Democrats about crime, crime, crime. What I haven't heard is one person saying that this is how I'm going to fix gun violence. This is how yeah. I'm going to fix it. I haven't heard one single thing yet. If you have, you tell me. Well, I think the difference is historically, historically, and this comes back from the Reagan era of the law and order uh, agenda, historically, Republicans before the MAGA stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Before all of the racial, ethnic impartiality around politics. Before all of that, the Republicans during the Reagan era, it was all about law and order. Or law and order. Remember, Reagan was one of the ones that kind of put the second wave of uh, the war on drugs came through him, right? It was Nixon and then the war on drugs came through um, Reagan. So you go back, that Reagan era, that Nixon era, that Barry Goldwater era, that was all law and order, law and order, law and order. Then you had Bush, law and order, law and order, law and order. So people got in their minds that when they see Republicans or they hear Republicans, they know it's all about law and order and it's going to be about the system. And um, and, it's, and in some ways, that means more cops, more stringent laws, more um, imprisonment, that kind of thing. So I think the people in New York, not New York City, right, but New York State, which sometimes people get that confused because they see her in New York. They go, oh, um, New York, you know, uh, Brooklyn, the Bronx. No, that's New York City. New York State is, is a huge state, bro. Where yeah, I'm in right now in New Haven, to get from New Haven to someplace like Bingham, Binghampton, it's like nine hours from here. But you see how bad the New York City governor beat, uh, the, the Democrat beat that, what do you call it, governor, even though they were pulling it like it's going to be neck to neck. Do you see how bad he, she beat him? She did he, come. Yeah, she, she beat did. him bad, she bro. She did beat him pretty good. But you know she what, though? She bad. did. You know, here's the thing. She took over from Cuomo. She was really good and active when she did do that 
um, take over. She didn't try to, you know, cover his tracks. And she didn't try to, like, do nothing, no extra stuff. She picked it up. And believe it or not, I believe that New Yorkans felt like there was a seamless, you know, there was a seamless transition from Cuomo to her, which is which which means that she was an excellent lieutenant governor qualified already. Then when she got in there, she did not can't it didn't appear like she was campaigning, though you could feel it a little bit. She was more like spreading her wings to let you know, hey, look, I'm the governor and I can make this work. And she made it work. Listen, when when the crime game happened, she stepped up. She went to she went downtown, stood with Adams and said, look, man, we're going to give you everything we need. You know, she was there. She did what governors do. So I think people felt like, look, she's already been there. We already lost Cuomo. She knows where all the bodies are buried. She's doing a good job. She's not doing nothing reckless. She's smart. She's qualified. Why do we want to switch out with her again? You're going to get a whole new person. It doesn't matter if the person is Democrat, Republican. It's just you're going to put a whole new person that's new there. And we're already in the middle of a crime crisis. It's a They've got an immigration crisis. They got a, um, uh, inflation. You, got, you ain't got time for a bunch of brand new stuff for the governor, not at the governor level. And, and so I, think that, to... I think that drew people towards, towards voting for her. I'm going to respond to your law, your GOP and the law and order um, comment that you made. Um, for me, I feel like GOP continuously insults the intelligence of his voters and they do it very successfully. Because you talk about so hard on the GOP. Let me finish man. it. Nice they do it successfully. Man. Hold up, hold up. I'm being a little bit on cut right now and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Because you're talking about law and order and how you're not it's going to sugarcane code it. You from Ghana. <laughs> you're talking about law and order and how it's tied to GOP. When those officers died in the um um at the Capitol, oh boy, Trump did not even raise the flag. All right. Yeah. GOP only support police officers when they are shooting black people in the back. That's the only time you go to Fox News and you hear them supporting them. GOP did not support money for police officers for policies that Biden had put in. They had to do a lot of those things on their own. So this whole law and other thing when these people are subpoenaed to, uh, uh, to Congress and they don't show up. Um, Lindsey Graham has been subpoenaed and he's doing everything to fight for it not to show up. But meanwhile, he's trying to be the chairman, you know, like, come on, let's stop talking about how these people are law and order, law and order. I, I think that's about- a different. So I think you, I think I would agree with you on those, on those comments, but I think in the concept of law and order, you know, you have to understand that that January 16th is an anomaly that, and just in my opinion, as a former law enforcement, you should as support form- police and law enforcement at all times. So they've right. been, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, you know, but they've been beating up on Democrat about their stupid, um, um, what you call it, the, uh, 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 defund the police thing. Now they're talking about defunding FBI. You see, you don't, you don't move the goalposts on when you want law and order to apply to you or not. It's either you are or you're not. You see how GOP is all about tax cut. For the riches because they have the chambers of commerce in their pocket exactly they stick on that they don't move the goalposts on tax cut for rich uh for for the one percent they don't budge on that for corporation they stay on that but they've been moving a goalpost alone order only when it you know when it fits like come on you know it's for me it's insult to the intelligence of the voters because the voters do not pay attention and ask the question they you know when they go on the shows you know they get away because they're not pressed on it either 
You know, so like I said, I've been hearing them talk about the violence, the violence, the violence, and nobody's pressing them as to, okay, we hear you, but what are you going to do to fix it? What are you going to do to fix inflation? What we hear you guys saying is when we take over, we're going to go after Hunter Biden. We're going to shut the government down. We, you know, we're going to do investigation, investigation, investigation. We're going to impeach the president. What are you going to impeach the president on? You know, mm. that should be a crime committed already that we do know of, that the public know of, that you say that due to this, we're going, we're going to plan to impeach them. You just can't say that we're just going to impeach the president just to get even. And if you are yeah, well, I, I think, down. So, so you threw a lot of stuff out there, right? You threw a lot of stuff. Yeah, I did. Threw a lot of stuff. But the reality that I, just, just the way I see it is, when you think about the two-party, they call, you know, our two-party system in America, you think about the Democratic Party, you think about workers, right? The working party. Uh, when you think about Republican Party, you think about law and order, because that's the way they've kind of been branded. Now, there might be some other things that people think about along with that, but the reality is that's what people kind of think about. Even though I say law and order, I mean, the reality is uh, Bill Clinton, we know through his policies, was probably more of a law and order <clears throat> president than the previous president before him, right? Because we know that his policies enacted the incarceration of more African-Americans, you know, in that particular time period. But it didn't feel that way because he was a Democrat and people was not stuck on that. They saw the 150,000 police officers that he funded to put on the street nationwide as part of the COPS program, which became part of the community police-based program. They saw that to be like a, a, a great thing. And it was a good thing to some extent, but more people, more Black people went to prison. So, you know, I don't know if that scientifically, I'm sure, you know, politically, through political science, people are sitting down and analyzing this. But the reality is, is I guess you would call it the trickle down politics of it. Trickle down politics or the message is not make, obviously, it's not making it to the average everyday man, woman, child, person in the United States are not responding to this, man. Like, I, here's what I want to know about the election beyond who wins. I want to know who voted. Like, I really want to know. I like, I'm, I woke up this morning and outside of making sure that I was alive, because, you know, sometimes you wake up in the morning, you're not sure if you're alive. You're like, am I alive? My heaven? <laughs> right? Um, so I woke up. But the first thing I want to know this morning, the first thing I want to know was, and I still want to know, did did black people vote in Georgia? That's what I want to know. I want to know, did all of that work that Stacey Abrams been doing, I want to know the number of black voters that actually voted from the last election. Because that's good, because I believe Stacey Abrams has the most historic and sophisticated an effective get out the vote program that we probably have seen since the civil rights movement with Martin Luther King, Ralph Abernathy, et cetera, et cetera, Al Sharpton, all the, you know, since that era, since that era of like 19, 
66, 67, 68, 65. We probably haven't seen a more attentive get out the vote process. I mean, she, she has definitely changed um, um, Georgia from bloody red to purple. But well, the, the, the thing is, she surely, she surely the, the question is, did the black people that they she did. registered they did. the vote they did. come like, out you know, the like vote? I said, like I said, I don't know the exit poll numbers, but like I said, they said women came out probably like 70% um, um black folks um came out the the younger kids who nobody's talking about you know there was a lot you know biden trying to do the college loan thing for them um you got um uh, legalizing marijuana thing you know people seems to forget that GOP must what change the name from grand old party and trying to become the millennial party or something because they're not getting it this you know old white men are not getting it trying to make you know policy decisions for these kids they're not getting it bro they are just not getting it. This case came out, you know, so we, everybody. Yeah, but she still lost though. I mean, no, I hear what you're saying, but, this, but she didn't this, get the vote. No, it is not about her. She, she didn't get a vote because you actually made a point earlier, but if she didn't make the, 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 the poll, we picked up, a, a, we picked up um, 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 a Biden one out there. Um, so you have um, a Warnock one out there uh, almost six years ago. And he beat him again, except they got to go for a run because he didn't get 50 points. So it is not so much about her. It's, it's the infrastructure that she has put in place that had turned that place from bloody red to purple. And my friend, we're not talking about Pennsylvania either. Philly came out. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I, here's what I'm going to say with you on this purple and red and all this other stuff. I, it's this new thing. So, you know, this. So it's not new. When, it I, is, when I hear people, when I hear the comments, when I hear the comments say something like, uh, the country is turned purple and all this stuff, it reminds me of when black people, when I was growing up, when I was growing up in, in uh, early, early before the 70s, they used to refer to black people as Negroes, right? Negroes was the common term for, for African Americans. By the time 1970 came, 1970. Hold up, hold your thoughts, hold your thoughts, hold your thoughts. Um, let me do a station ID. This is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM WNHH LP. I am your host, Kinsley Osei, my co-host, Shafiq. And if you are just joining us today on Urban Talk Radio, you can join the conversation on Facebook at Bowminds and Twitter at Bowminds. Also on my Facebook page, Kinsley O-S-E-I. You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. Um, today's topic, today's coverage, we are talking about um, the midterm election that was supposed to be a Republican, red, red, purple, green. All right. <laughs> when I said, you mean you can't see? All right. Chippik doesn't want to hear the word purple. So, yeah. No, supposed, so here's what I'm, so I'm, saying, this, this what I'm saying, man. This is what I want to say, right? So when I was growing up as a little kid, African-Americans were called Negroes. Then that was up until the fourth grade. Fifth grade, I go to St. Aidan's. Black people no longer are using the term Negroes anymore. Black people are now using the term color. This is like 1975, 76. Black people want to be called color. Then we can call color. Then somewhere around, I believe around, around 9, 1983, around 83, 84, when Jesse Jackson runs for president, Suddenly, African Americans in that era, we went from being called Negro to color to African Americans. 
And so then we started to be called, we were the same black people from post-slavery that was brought here from the African continent. Here's my point. I hear these terms go out, say Republican, we know what that is. Democrat, we know what that is. And then we hear uh, purple city, purple this, purple that. As if you can bank on the Republican that votes Democrat to do it again. Or as you can, or if you can bank on the Democrat that's gonna report that's gonna vote maybe for a Republican candidate in this case, again, you can't. You can't. Democracy is different than what is considered with Marxism. So is what, it is it a word purple? Is it a word purple that is annoying you or what? But, but let me just finish my statement. Let me just finish my statement. One reason Marxism failed, they did not bank on the human spirit having the ability of personal choice. No matter what our party affiliation is in the United States of America, no matter what we sign up as, no matter what is on our statement, when you go into those voting polls with this machine or the little pin with a circle or whatever, you have the ability to vote for whoever you want and no one can determine that but you. So everything is a prediction. I predict that Kingsley, who's a Democrat, will go and vote for this Democrat and Democrat. But you know what I'm hearing from people, particularly like the people that I'm talking to in New Haven, the young people, the young African-American, Hispanic, Latino kids that are between like the ages of 18 and 35 years old, the kids, the young adults, the, the, the I call them like, I call them kids, I'm, 50, I'm 55 years old. You know what they're talking about? I'm voting on the issue. So what I is, haven't really so, voted in the past, I, I but when I do vote, I, I, I'm going to vote I, on the I, issues. I understand all that. So what is your beef with the word purple state? I that think that the word mean. purple, I th because I think the word purple is a distraction. I think why that- is it, why, is I, it a, why is it a distraction? I think it's a distraction. I think it's a distraction if you, I think it's a distraction to people who don't really understand the politics of how things work. Some people don't even know, Kingsley, some people don't even understand that they can be a Republican and go in the polls and vote for a Democrat. They think that I'm a Republican. I have to go vote Republican or else I'm going to get in trouble. Well, there's different, think, there's different there's different voting laws, you know. There, not, you that vote. ain't even a law, Kingsley. I'm saying you just, can't, you just can't wake up and say that today I'm going to vote and this is who I'm going to vote for. It doesn't work like that. You know, that's you not to, what I'm saying, Kingsley. Okay, what I'm saying okay. to you is okay. there are people you're not, you're in America. Tied in, you're not tied into any party. I understand that's correct. There are people like. in America. So, so let me say this. Let me say this. You know, the word purple state is being used as purple state, but actually it's a swing state. You know, for you know, for anybody that is listening to this show that cares to learn something about politics or whatnot, we are not geniuses of it. Um, you know, we just study politics, we just love politics and whatnot, and whatnot. Um I, you know, I teach uh, kids in our uh, agency change program, um, you know, civic engagement, just so that they could learn some of what we are talking about. Now, it's called purple state. It's a terminology, but it's actually a swing state. And why is it a swing state? Because this is a state that is known for voting Republican, unless it's, you know, whether it was gerrymandered or whatever the case be, uh, based on policies or whatever, their policies favors a certain party and, you know, to become a lifetime 
uh, um, uh, they become a lifetime politicians where nobody can beat them um, and they get to talk as reckless as you want. They get to not offer you anything for the vote and people automatically go in there and they vote whether red or blue. Now it becomes purple or swing state when at some point it's becoming more independent where people could swing to the right or people can swing to the left. When it becomes purple, it's good when it becomes purple because now people want you to tell them why they should vote for you. Okay. So um to you know what you know Shafiq was, you know, he, he was trying to make a point about why he didn't like the word purple and whatnot and whatnot. But I think we need to get somewhere with why it's a swing state. It's a swing state because at one time it was red. At one time it was blue, which is Democrat. One time it was all, you know, Democrat. Yeah, but and, you, then, and then you, it becomes a swing state when it's a right, swing state. Right, but you state, got that. But you, but here's you a part that. Hard. Here's here's the other part to why why it goes from red, why it goes from blue, what because people change their vote based on what? the poll based on based what? on the issue of the candidate. Yeah, so Kingsley's going in there, and Kingsley's a Democrat, and Kingsley says, "Oh, I want, uh, you know, more cops on the street." And Shafiq so goes both, in there. We are, both, we are both explaining the same thing. So no, I'm just let me finish. What your beef with the whole purple state thing? That right. And, and Shafiq goes in there. Shafiq is a Republican, and he says, "I want to build more schools." And the people go. And the people go. You know what? Well, it's not. It's not safe out here right now. I like. The fact that we're going to get more cops, then the Republicans will vote for you, Kingsley, because they want more cops, right? And that's what's going to change the vote. It didn't change the party. People, I, all I'm saying is this, Kingsley. I believe, I believe, this is what I believe. I believe that people are are starting to look at the candidates' issues. What is the issue? What is the message that this candidate is saying? What is the issue that they're going to address? And are they actually capable? Do they actually have a shot at actually delivering what they say? That and is when it becomes a purple. So you are only defining you are only defining what a purple state is, what a swing state is. Purple is just a political term used, but it's actually originally a swing state. It could swing to the left, it could swing to the right, but there is not there is it's not arguable that some states are just Republican based states. That's correct. Some states and some constituents are just blue, some constituents, are, and they become purple when people are like, you know what, we're tired of this already. You know, we're tired of this so what, already. So, what do you call it when you have a state, which is every state in America, mm -hmm. where we have what they call the, 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 the G, uh, Gen Z population? That's uh, that would be my kids, 20. Uh, 21, 22, 23, 24. You got millennials. I think those are the 28 year olds, 26, 28. What they're not voting. So, what do, what do you call it? What do you call when, it when they're not voting? When, you, I don't know because we, we have a population of people. I know, I know where you're going with this. I know where you're going with this. But when you see them, and normally it's always the Republicans that are trying to tighten up uh, uh, voter laws to make it hard for people to vote. Which is the stupidest thing that I hope that no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, that's oh, a Shafiq, stop it, Shafiq. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. Democrats are continuously and always fighting back for for our rights to vote. Um, LeBron James and them have to go to Florida 
uh, last election and, and, and pay uh, uh, pay uh, ex felons or ex whatever people you know uh, um, uh, bills in order to give them the rights to vote. All right, so let's not even go there. Whether it's um, whether it's um, uh, the mailman, the, the U.S. postmaster, you know, taking away mailboxes, um, taking away the mailboxes or whatever. We know what happened the last time. Let's not play these games. All right, we yeah, know there was some there was some tricky know, stuff happening. There was tricky, tricky stuff, stuff. But we know who's behind the yeah. voter uh, 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 voter suppression. So when it's becoming when it's becoming a swing state they get scared and then they stop passing all this voting law to make well, it you know, hard. We, you know we have those that we know we have the same issues in democratic health territories too you know right yes we do yes we yeah. do that the secretary of state if i have it correct um talked about it last night in connecticut that there's always going to be issues around uh the election process it's just inevitable right it's a process that's flawed there's always going to be some level of of some issue, whether it's a poll open to uh, opens late or something around the ballots, and so whether it's a Republican or Democrat held area, you can have these these challenges. Now it's just a matter of how you want to particularly look at the spin. If you can find somebody that purposely did something, then I guess now you can cry and say, "Look, they're they're doing this against me." But if it's an all democratically held area, what? What do, what do you do? You say you say oh the, the the process is antiquated or we didn't have enough staff or I mean so I I think that it is certainly worth a, a national conversation to start looking at um, how we can make ensure up our entire electoral process for the entire country. I, I, I mean America is two hundred and forty eight years old and you know we're still trying to figure out how to make sure that we have a, a secure voting process. This is kind of crazy. Um, we and we're supposed to be the leader of democracy. Yeah, this is kind of crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we really need to, you know, and that's really, I, I just, I don't, you know, I get the Republican piece with the, you know, stop the steal and all of that stuff, but it would been have been nice to see out of that an overhauling of, um, you know, why some places have a machine and maybe some places don't have a machine. Why are we using different kinds of machines? You know, why is it not one centralized system? Why why isn't the voting process monitored uh, you know, by by national security? You right. Know, we, right. You know what I'm saying? Have, or how you have your own people out there with guns sitting behind and <laughs> right. You know, you know, how, is that, um, how is that allowed? That is yeah. a third world country. That is a ghost yeah. of Cite Soleil. Um, um, they got a movie um, that um, I don't know if you ever watched it. Um, it's a, a that's the movie that was um, what you call it was in it. Um, it was White Clef John and Khalid and all those guys. It's send a, it to me. I'll watch it. Yeah, Ghost of Cite Soleil. It's basically how you, election, you watch it. You send it to me. Send it's to it's me, how right? election is run in Haiti. It's like a vote yeah. or die. They use. Oh, whoa. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they use. They use real gang members to go. I'm calling a timeout. I'm calling a timeout. <laughs> it ain't a movie, dude. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. That's a whole point. Out, it's happening right now. Yo, they got that dude barbecue. It ain't a movie no more. Yo, they got that dude barbecue over there running Haiti. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. The dude's know. name is Barbecue. I know. Listen, listen. I know. If you live in a country and the dude that runs the country is a top gang member and his name is Barbecue. So, so you know you say you're a Tupac that's fan. Real, you know you say you're a Tupac fan, right? The, I, was, I love Tupac. The man. star, the, the star of their movie, Ghost of City Soleil. His name was 
Haitian Tupac. Yeah. Haitian Pac. You will love this movie, bro. Yeah. Hey, I love Why, you, why you don't like Tupac? No, nah, I love Tupac, bro. No, nah, let me ask you this, though. Okay, Tupac. let's fantasy. Let's Tupac. do fantasy. Let's do love people love football fantasy. Let's do politic fantasy. Let's do politic fantasy. If Tupac was alive today and we saw how his music was emerging, because I look at Tupac as being the rapper that would have gone political. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I no, just no, felt no. like he already, he already was. And that yeah, is I just feel like the way he was moving, he was yeah. moving really towards the politics of like his music and him being more politically more like was a, even like a, was Black Panther. He was yeah, yeah I, I just felt that. So, you know, if, if a Tupac was around today, around this election, you know, what do you think his message would be to young people? You, America, you think- is, America is scared of black revolutionaries. You see, um, yeah, you know, but we're not talking about what America's scared of. Right, but I'm, I'm just saying, Tupac is an American, and he will not be advocating for any other country rather than the American that he comes out of. And I'm, I right. said that yes, you know, and, and no different than when Public Enemy was telling us back in the days, it takes a nation a million to hold us back. Fear yeah, of the yeah. Black Planet before I go to Arizona. The message was in the music, and we missed it because Tupac. By the time we got to know how revolutionized Tupac was. He was dead. We had to go back to yeah, listen to his yeah. music to really understand that this guy wasn't the thug that he claimed to be. Nah, it was his stuff was real, man. His, let me tell you something. I got, when Tupac got killed, I bought up all his uh, CDs real quick because I knew like the stuff made it come made, off. You made, you made those boys rich, right? You yeah, made, oh yeah, I, I did. I, I bought up all his CDs and then, uh, then he, came out with, he came out with the one, with the, they put out, released one after he died. So I got that one too. Uh, my mom's is a big Tupac. I think she got a Tupac. My mom's 70. She got a Tupac tattoo, bro. She loved Tupac. Tupac and 50 Cent. You know what I'm saying? And she's single. So tell 50, my mom's a single. If you want to come holler at her, <laughs> I- I'll set the date up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but no, nah, you know, Tupac, I-, I just, I guess what I'm saying to you, I'm, I'm like, I'm stuck. I'm still, I'm still a little shocked and I'm numb because. To be honest with you, I I felt like Stacey Abrams would win. I did. I felt like Stacey, I, I, felt, I saw it to be a reverse, that Stacey Abrams would have won the governor and Herschel Walker would have lost against Warnock, right? Because obviously the of the stark contrast between Warnock and, 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 and uh, Herschel Walker, even though they're black men. And what I did not see during this race with Stacey Abrams is what I saw the last election. The last election, she had um, T.I. She had um, Killer Mike. Yeah, you mentioned and, that before. You mentioned and that. And you saw all of these top-notch celebrities just getting their voice out and getting the word out. But what was, again, I brought this up the last time, what was really striking was there was an Instagram circulating about five weeks ago, where Common, the actor, rapper, artist, is walking through the neighborhood, knocking on doors, knocks on a black lady's door. Hi, I'm Common. Oh my God, you are Common. You're so handsome. You look so good. Hello. And he's like, I need you to get vote. And she's like, mm, I don't know nothing about that. She was like, vote for Stacey Abrams. She's like, mm, I don't know nothing about I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to vote for her. And Common had to get Stacey Abrams on the phone to talk to this lady 
in order to get this lady to concede that she was going to come get the vote out. We got so, two minutes. We got two minutes to um, get off. I get. You, I get your point, but I also. Yeah. Tell, I get your point, but I also tell you that the amount of millions of dollars being spent, and me and you had a conversation yesterday. The amount of millions of dollars that's being being raised to run an election should not just be spent on the media. Okay, so you talk about all these rappers that could have played a part. Whoever the campaign manager is, it's his responsibility to come up with a plan of how we're going to do this. That means you could choose to do a rally here. You spend $30,000 to do a rally here to, to sign people up. And you say, for this $30,000, maybe I'm going to pay TI $10,000 to come be a part of this event. And that, you know, spend that money where it matters. They spend a lot of money on the media, 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 and get nothing out of it. And then you expect mm -hmm. rappers to go out there to go get you out of the vote for free. No, I don't. I don't think okay, so. So can you do a can you do us a favor then? Can you <laughs> call your people down in Georgia and find hey. out what happened so we can get them on the next show? Something always got something always got to give. It's yeah, always man, a, we it's always a promise, especially when you're using high profile people. It's yeah. always a promise. Even if you don't promise, it's like remember, I co-signed for you. You know, I I think D Nice went out there and did a few gigs for some of these people. Yeah. Do you know if he got paid or if he didn't? For me, he got paid. Even even I didn't see, and I, like I said, maybe I don't know. Maybe the news suppressed it, but I didn't see like Keisha Lance Bottoms, the the the, the former um mayor. Hey, I just I, Obama I see... handled Obama handled his business and used uh, hip hop uh, um, moguls to do what he needed to do yeah. to get out. He hired Didi. I remember I got a, I got a, I got a paycheck in uh what you call it in Connecticut. We did New Haven. I did it with Sky X. When uh, they hired, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ned Lamont, when he was running for uh, for the Senate, when he was running for the Senate before he ran for the governor, he mm -hmm. hired uh, Blue Flame Marketing. Blue Flame Marketing is Didi's company. Matter of fact, he violated. You should not be hiring an outside company to, oh, wow. to, to, to come Yo, get Hey, 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 Kingsley. I'm taking it there, right? Kingsley. I'm taking it there, Kingsley. right? Kingsley. Anyway, Kingsley, I, when we get off the air, Text me the information for Blue Marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm saying a little bit. I think I'm saying a little bit too much. They're like, like you know, too much. Yo, Kingsley, like, Kingsley, I got a nice brother out, bro. Couple brother out. Couple brother out. All right, man. Let's get off, man. For Harry, have a baby. Let me have a baby. Let me close it. Let me close it out. He already, uh, Harry already tells me. This is Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM WNHHLP. I am your host, Kinsley Osset. And if you are just joining us in the last part of our show, you can follow the company Facebook at Bold Minds and Twitter at Bold Minds. <laughs> and Kinsley OSEI. You can also oh, stream this show God. and previous shows on your smartphone by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. Remember, oh. Uh, thank you for joining us. And remember, Urban Talk Radio is every Wednesday, 11 a.m. And if you are running for a, uh, um, if you are running for any type of office, you can hire my marketing company to do what we do. Send me that info. Holding the smoke from the up in my abdomen, camouflage fatigues and dashikis somewhere in between.